Here's Papa is brought to you by Just Some Podcast Media. Dun, da, da, da. The views on this podcast are those solely of the host and do not represent the views or opinions of any other institution. <laughs> Welcome to Nurse Papa, a podcast from the heart and mind of a pediatric oncology nurse and father. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a story of parenthood, or I tackle a parenting question from one of my loyal listeners in a segment called Dear Nurse Papa. In either case, I hope to come out on the other side with a better understanding of what makes kids and their parents tick. Let's get started. Welcome back to Nurse Papa. In this segment of the Dear Nurse Papa series, I tackle a topic that many of us can relate to, empathy. Empathy is the ability to sense the feelings of another and to understand how they see the world. Young people often flex their empathy muscles by interacting with their peers. But how do you teach this important skill to a pandemic toddler who does not often interact with other kids? Let's find out. Dear Nurse Papa, Dear Nurse Papa, Our son is almost two years old, and he is happy, healthy, and energetic. He loves riding in the kid seat on my bicycle, and he's very excited about dogs. Like many modern, woke parents, my wife and I work very hard to keep from setting gendered expectations by the way we speak to him, how we dress him, and the play we engage in with him. Even so, We seem to be raising a boy through and through, and maybe even a gearhead at that. At two years old, he already knows how to identify a Jeep on the street. The first time he saw a yellow convertible Mustang, he couldn't stop pointing and yelling with joy. He has at least five different versions of pickup truck toys, and several more excavators, dump trucks, and the list goes on. He even points and laughs at our neighbor's smart car, much to our embarrassment. (laughs) However, this isn't what I'm writing to you about. I mean, after all, we want him to express his true self, right? What I'm more concerned with is that he is currently 20% taller and stronger than all of his peers. While he is as kind and empathetic as any two-year-old, the simple fact that he can take away any toy from any of his peers is setting up a challenging social dynamic, both for him and the kids around him. Oh. We understand resource hoarding and possessiveness are totally normal at his age. We're just concerned that his size and strength inevitably sets up a power dynamic we'd like to avoid. Talking about it with him is too abstract to get any traction. And since we don't have any other kids in our house, we don't ever see this play out in real time. We'd love to get your input on how to encourage empathy in a toddler who wants that bulldozer that you're playing with. Give it to me. Thank you, two concerned Subaru drivers. Dear two concerned Subaru drivers. Oh my gosh, 
My son and your son are two peas in a pandemic pod. Just like your little guy, my son loves anything on wheels as well. In fact, his first word was car. His first phrase was my car, and his first threatening phrase was Papa, take, take your, your goddamn, goddamn hands, hands off my car. Boys in their vehicles. We should definitely get these two gearheads together. Oh wait, there's a pandemic happening. They can't hang out. You and your partner are correct in your understanding that your son's toy possessive behavior is completely appropriate at his age. You are also right to assume that one of the best ways for kids to flex their empathy muscles and also become more aware of the needs of others is for them to socialize with their peer group. When kids interact, they bump into each other physically and emotionally. They learn what is socially acceptable and, indeed, what is not. Sometimes, this interaction is painful. Other times, it is pure bliss. Good or bad, it is always a chance for your toddler to learn and grow. Typically, toddlers learn their physical and emotional limits from a sibling or from peers at daycare. But it seems that you two have found yourself in a pandemic pickle, with no age-appropriate partners to help your son be the most empathetic toddler he can be. But have you? Hmm? I think you'll find that just by thinking outside this pandemic box, you'll find that you do indeed have what you need. Hmm. Let's first define for ourselves and everybody else listening what your goal with your growth-accelerated car-loving son actually is. There are many components to empathy, but from what I understand from your letter, you are interested in helping your son feel another person's emotions and take actions that have a positive effect on those emotions. In the absence of a sibling or the interaction of another close playmate, here is what you do. Your best and most important resource here is actually that person looking you up in the mirror every morning. Hey, good looking. Yup, that one with the silly bedhead and gigantic bags under their eyes. It's you! You can use your own highly developed power of empathy to help curb aggressive behavior in your son. Although it may not be apparent, young kids are almost always absorbing the behavioral cues that their parents leave behind for them, like little emotional breadcrumbs. The good, the bad, the ugly. Your kids see it, and they very often model their own behavior upon what they observe. When my daughter was barely three years old, we were walking down the street and she asked innocently, Papa, what's a mother ducker? And then I asked myself, how many times had I sweared in front of my daughter without considering that she was absorbing it all like a little toddler sponge? Just as you can model proper language and behavior in front of your child, you can also model emotional empathy. One way you can do this is by verbalizing your emotions in front of your son. For instance, if he is upset, get down on his level. Look him in the eyes and say something like, I can see that you are sad. That would make me sad too. Even if he does not fully comprehend all the words coming from your mouth, he will be able to read your body language, and he will also sense the calmness and connection of your voice. By acting with sincere empathy with your boy, you will be teaching him to do so as well. Aside from modeling empathy through your own behavior, your next move in Project Toddler Empathy 
is to use the magic of play to tutor your son in the emotional arts. Just as you can teach through your behavior towards him and the people around him, you can also model empathy with the inanimate objects which he loves the most. In other words, role-playing. Creative role-playing with puppets or dolls is a wonderful way for kids to learn about their own feelings and to project those feelings onto another. Of course, with your vehicle-obsessed son, rather than a doll or a stuffed animal, one of his toy trucks or excavators may serve as a perfect candidate in this edifying process. Most kids are naturals at anthropomorphic play, and the connection between this and an understanding that others think, feel, and experience the same emotions as him is really not that far off. If you want to explore conflict resolution with your son, do it with the trucks. Have one truck beat the other at a race, and then pretend that the other slower truck is sad about that result. <laughs> then ask your son how he thinks that slowpoke truck feels. He may not be able to verbalize an answer, but trust me, the wheels will be turning both literally and figuratively. Just by pointing out that another being might experience an internal world similar to his, you will be helping your son take his first step in a long and fruitful life journey of truly empathizing with others. The bonus is that you can have a real fun time with trucks while you're doing it. Win, win. Oh, yeah. The third little trick that might help you is to put emphasis upon facial expression. Some wise man once said that the eyes are the window to the soul. And he was sure damn right about that. That dude forgot to mention though, the mouth, the eyebrows, the brow, the chin, the cheeks, and basically every other part of the face too. People generally display their emotions on their faces. And by pointing out these natural physical cues, you will be teaching your son to better understand the physical signs that other humans are sending his way. Between the ages of 18 months and 24 months, toddlers begin to recognize themselves in the mirror. Hey there. Young kids are sometimes at a disadvantage because they misinterpret facial expressions or don't notice them at all. Turn this into a game between the two of you. Place your boy in your lap and stare into a mirror together. Engage in an age-appropriate conversation about something he is excited about. All the while, maintain eye contact in that mirror. Take care to exaggerate your facial expressions and have them closely match your tone and subject. You two will probably have lots of giggles together, but you will also be forging a true empathetic connection as well. My last piece of advice actually came directly from your letter. You mentioned that your son is very excited about dogs. Well, it may just be time to get him an empathy-inducing puppy. Without any other kids around, a little doggy may be just the sidekick he needs. Studies show that kids who own pets have more empathy and nurturing ability as they grow into adulthood. A good pet can easily become a child's best friend. As kids learn to meet an animal's emotional and physical needs, they learn about themselves, what they are capable of, and who they want to be. If you already have pets in the house, make an effort to involve your son in the pet's care in whatever way he can. Encourage interaction between puppy and boy boy and puppy. Point out when a loving act from your son positively affects his furry friend. 
Get your boy dog, my friend. And as you wake up at the crack of dawn to take that dog for a walk so that he can piss on your neighbor's front lawn, remember that everything you do is for your kids. All of it. All my love, Nurse Papa. Dear Nurse Papa fans, please join the many thoughtful parents around the country who have written to Nurse Papa with their questions about the trials and tribulations of modern parenting. Send your letters to david at nursepapathebook.com and write Dear Nurse Papa in the subject line. I'm excited to read your letters. Remember, I am still competing in the legendary Dad Bod Contest to raise money for some amazing nonprofit groups, including the Be Positive Foundation, a children's cancer charity that helps kids through financial assistance, research, and advocacy. Your votes and donations will help me win. Click the link in the notes for this week's episode and vote for this dad bod daily. Don't forget to vote for my dad's bod in the legendary dad bod contest. It's for kids.